So I can just start bullshitting? I can start doing whatever you want. They can hear me? Yeah. I hope someone can hear you. All right, what's up, bitches? It's your boy Jeremy again. Do you even DM? Right? (laughs) Oh, oh, what's one of the most important parts of being a, a DM? Hold on. Don't say a word. Really, that's that's what it all comes down to, <laughs> if we're being honest. So, I am going to be t- today. We're going to be talking about uh, things that I do as a DM. See, my, things I've seen other people do as a DM that I really like. Things that kind of like take away from that, um, uh, and things you can like do to improve your game. Because some of you guys suck. All right, so I'm going to help you step <laughs> your fucking game up. That's what Daddy's going to do. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Eventually, I'm going to be putting up some YouTube videos, like actual YouTube content, where I, and it's not just me recording a podcast. We're going to be talking about like the do's and don'ts of, you know, playing a character, do's and don'ts of DMing, which we'll kind of talk, we'll kind of hit on today. But I'll have some real content in the next little while. So, um, what? To, so, what do you really need as a DM? Really? I don't know. Um, I don't know because I'm not a DM. Yeah, so you got to plan quite a bit, right? You need a story. Did you already say what a DM was? To uh... no, okay, we can go. We can go over this again. I'll feed you baby birds if you need it. <laughs> because um, it, you, I believe you mentioned the very on the last episode. Yeah, but just tell everybody out there. And so a DM is also known as a dungeon master. You might also hear GM, which is game master. Similar things, right? It doesn't really matter. It really means mm. you're the dude that's putting on the the game. Okay. Um, so you're the one that has to make the maps. You have to make the story. You have to do all that. You're the one having to do play a bunch of NPCs, non-playable characters, um, and stuff like that. So you are the one that's going to have to do all of that. It's a big thing. And that's what, if you're just starting out as a DM, so this is you, you're brand new. You can do a couple of things. You can buy a box set. They actually have them. Um, I actually think, uh, you have one. I do. Um, yep, I do. Um, th- uh, to be quite honest with you, the very first time I ever um, opened that up and started reading, I was clueless. Yeah. So thank you for saving us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you want to get kind of familiar with the rules. You don't want to just open up that box and play that day, right? You've right, got to. Right. You want to read it a little bit and kind of get it, right? So you can buy the box set, which usually comes with a set of dice. It usually comes with a small map and like a little bit of a story. Um, honestly, though, Daddy's cheap, right? So you can go online yeah. and find sessions. Um, they print them out. I print them out at least because I like to have like, like a, um, like stories that yeah. people have yeah, so, created. I so guess. they'll have a story. It'll show a map, so you can draw the map if you'd like. Uh-huh. Um, you can. Uh, it'll tell you what's in each room, so you c- they describe it obviously better than some of us idiots can, <laughs> and so you can. You you already kind of have this story, so you're like, oh, which room did you go in? K1? Okay, well, K1 says, and then you can describe it, right? So you're not really telling, really, you're just reading from this book, but it's a good starter. That's what we started out with. Uh, My. uh, Me meaning who? uh, Like me and uh, my buddies. So me, my buddy Patrick, Chris, and Jordan. All right. So we got actually kind of lucky because I knew somebody legitimately, he's like 70 years old. He played Dungeons and Dragons when it was weird. Because uh, <laughs> it's not anymore. Yeah, right? it's not anymore. It's mainstream. Well, it's mainstream now. Um, it is, that is true. But so he, he had a bunch of uh, little session booklets that nice. are legitimately from like 1970s. 
Um, I actually think That's it's, cool. I think it started in 1970, but it was like early, right? Right, 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 right at the beginning. Yeah, so we took that. Um, I took one of the ones that was kind of uh, lower in um, gameplay, like a lower in level, uh-huh. and then we just started playing. And it was really nice at first. And honestly, I actually still use that map and that storyline for a lot of beginners that I've never uh, played with. I have it fairly memorized if I can see the map in front of me of like what's in there, kind of how to describe it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so look I think, at the big dick oh, on that no, guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be bougie, but I'm kind of a badass. No, uh, but I use it actually quite often, and I actually <laughs> like the map. It's a good starter, and like I said, if that's how you're, uh, if you're just starting out and you've never DM before, it's a good way to kind of get involved with it. Okay. Um, so you can you can start out with that. You can either go print them offline. Most of them are. I mean, you can find some free ones which are good. I would never pay for them. If you're gonna pay for them, that's great. That's good on you. And well, it gives uh, people, money to somebody. Yeah, it gives money to somebody, right? Support local businesses. But uh, I do not. <laughs> and uh, screw that. I'm gonna do it for freezy. So, um, <laughs> I ain't paying for and I ain't paying for dick. So, you could do that. Uh, you you need really basic. You need um some you need a story you need some dice because that's what you have to roll Mm -hmm. that's pretty much and then a basic knowledge of the rules that's really all you need very basic now you do get into something a lot of them now you're talking about just as a player though right no this is as a dm really if you have a story and you have a uh and you have dice and you have um and you have a knowledge of the game, you can pretty much DM. Like, I can pretty much DM on the fly. Okay. Right? If I have a story in mind and I have dice, we could do that on a car ride if we really wanted mm-hmm. to. Right? We wouldn't, but we Why? could. Why wouldn't you? Um, I think that would make for an interesting car ride. That would actually yeah. make it very nice. But I wouldn't trust people with their dice because you can't see them. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay. untrustful bastards. So, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about fake dice and a whole bunch of other ways people cheat like little fuckers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so you, you, you'll, you'll need that story, right? You okay. Bring your pe- uh-huh. And then obviously you need friends cause you need people to play with. If you're just DMing, DMing mm-hmm. by yourself, just write a book. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so the friends part will be hard, but mm. other than that, um, usually I think a good group is you and four others. Um, I've played with groups that are smaller than that mm-hmm. and that gets kind of tricky. And like, um, most of the time there's a thing called on monsters called a, uh, crit, like a, it's a, it's a number that shows like how strong they are. Right. Okay. And, um, it's a CR, it's a challenge rating. Okay. And usually it's based on four players in a group. So it'll say like if it's CR four, that means that four, um, four level four. Okay, let's do a different thing so it doesn't. If yeah, it's I'm, I'm already confused. CR six. Okay. That means four characters that are at level six should be able to defeat this monster. It would be a challenging fight, but it, that'll be a good fight for this monster. And you can kind of use that CR rating to know how um, hard to make it for your players, okay. right? And it, you yeah. obviously fluctuate it and stuff like that, but. Um, for the most part, that's a good uh, way to rate it, and that's why they do it because obviously they need to make it easy for people. Right, um, right. So I, I, so now just to be clear, to go back, you don't don't be throwing drinks all around the studio here. I won't. <laughs> but to just to be clear for people, this this episode is uh, mostly geared around um, 
guys that, or gals rather, people that know how to play the game, right? And or you 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 trying to introduce people into what DMing is because like uh, a little bit of both, okay. right? Like I think you'll get some stuff from this if you have DM'd before and maybe or um. Yeah, if you've DM'd before and you're trying to get better, mm-hmm. right? And uh, also, this is for people that are just starting out. And like I said, it is a lot of knowledge, and you're going to have to look it up yourself. Yeah. Right? I'll try to explain certain things as much as I can, like I just did CR rating. Uh-huh. But it is going to be something that you're going to have to look into, especially as a DM. As a player, you don't have to know as much. That's why it's really beneficial if you can find somebody who can DM. You really, if you're a player, all you have to do is memorize your character. Right. Okay. All you have to do is memorize the things your character can do and what they can't do. Boom. You're done. Right? If somebody throws a black dragon at you, um, <laughs> you don't you your character wouldn't know, well this CR rating is seventeen, we can't fight this thing. It's would your character fight a goddamn black dragon? The answer <laughs> should be no. You fucking run. It's a black <laughs> dragon. That's scary as hell. Um, yeah, because nobody likes a black dragon. They well, let's you not know, get hold on. Like, well, go after a green no. one or a purple. Well, not because they're black. We're talking just because they're scary and they use electricity. And honestly, uh, if a black so dragon is that the worst dragon? No, I think the worst technically is still a red, which is like or a, no a golden like fi- dragon. That, yeah, oh, it uses fire. fire. All okay. the worst ones are fire, even though that's like the easiest to get immunity to. <laughs> we'll get into that too. Um, the reason I think black dragons are the scariest, again, not because they're black, but if they shot electricity from the fire, I'm like, yeah, every fucking dragon blow, bro, yeah. blows fire, right? If a dragon blows electricity, you're like, that's not physically possible. Like, I've heard, like, uh, possibilities of, like, dragons having um, ignitable uh, saliva, and then when they spit it, they... St- create a spark you can actually watch this in rain of fire i think it is they talk about why how dragons yeah how how explain electricity coming out of their goddamn mouth you can't that's impossible that's a scary fucking beast i I thought the same thing i was like well clearly you could spit fire and it would be just fine electricity they didn't even know (laughs) anyway so um, well, so what? Okay, so I don't. I don't mean to get hung up on y- black dragons. dragons. Yeah, they're dragon Red eyes, black dragons. Yu-Gi-Oh fans. Anyway, <laughs> but but what other dragons are there? There's a ton. There's uh. So there's green, which usually does. I think it does acidic Spits damage. Weed? Oh no, yeah, acid, yeah. Acid, yeah. Oh, I wish. Um, all all <laughs> like, the characters will, like catch that thing. Like no. Like uh. Like on Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, Reptile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, blue does, uh, blue and white, Water. actually, I think, do ice. Yeah. Um, and then red does fire. Okay. And and some of them do – there's another difference between dragons. Some of them will do a line attack, right, something that's like fire down a line, and one of, some of them will do cones but don't go as far. It kind of depends on your dragon. Which will actually, I'm going to talk about dragons here in a second. So once you have that all set up, you have a story. Is there a, hold on, we're being asked, is there a rainbow dragon? No, there should be, though. That'd be cool as fuck. So, so, so that's actually plus rainbow, one. That's, that's, a great, that's a great introduction. Good job. Um, <laughs> as a DM, you can make whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Right? Um, that's I always felt like you had to stick to a specific like thing. You have rules. They're, they're more like 
<laughs> not to quote a Disney movie, but um, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean when he's like, they're not rules, they're guidelines. And that's okay. really what it is, right? They're mm-hmm. guidelines. I mean, don't be a freaking asshole. But I like how I, yeah, I bleeped I, out thank fucking. You for, thank you for not swearing. This is a PG. Um, anyway, so you can make your own rules. You can make a rainbow dragon that is able to do all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's – and if you can make that fun, I think that's great. Uh, my biggest thing with DMs is I, I here's a couple of don'ts. Okay. Don't uh, some DMs want to kill their players? I think that's a bad, that's a bad way to look at it, right? Well, if, if, you, well, if you die, then uh, like your story ends, right? Yeah, yeah, you're dead. There's nothing to bring you back. It just sucks. Isn't there like a revive spell? There is, but there's there's different. Um, okay, I'm getting too far off the exactly. path here. Okay, so so you don't want one of the rules. You don't kill. I. You, no, not it's not to. that you don't. So here's this. Here's how I play. Okay. If, well, if you do DMing. something stupid mm-hmm. enough to kill your character, that's on you, bro. I will not put your character in death's way unless you do. So again, if I, if all of a sudden you see a rainbow dragon, and you're a low level character, and you're like, I'm gonna go fucking fight it. You're gonna die, <laughs> right? That's on you, bro. Obviously, I want you to flee from this thing, right? right. But I'm not going to be like, and you see this timid little creature, and then you go up to it, and it uses a death spell. Dead motherfucker. Like, for me, that's not that's not fun for anybody, right? That's no. not fun for anybody. No. Um, no. It's not for, fun for the character who just lost that character. Especially, so some of my campaigns have lasted a year and a half. If oh. I played a year and two months, and someone killed my character, I'd kill them in real life. <laughs> You go night night like that's it, right? Like I put a lot of time and effort into that character. That's why a lot of a lot of my characters are really hard to kill. Like I make it so, especially like if I'm playing uh, with somebody that I don't know. Mm -hmm. There is a monk in D and D five e that is it's called uh, Way of the Dying Fist or something close to that. Okay, it's hard. It can't die. Like it's pretty much unkillable. Mm. You especially at higher at higher levels, like you legit you can't kill it. Okay. Um. I play that character. I'm like, uh, you can't kill me because I can't die. And then that way they can't kill me because a lot of DMs think that way, and I think that's a stupid thing. When I write like a campaign, mm-hmm. so they say, and we're talking a little bit about just like starting out a session with some buddies, but some like notes that I like to hit on if I'm so, playing. So kind of some do's and don'ts if you're starting yeah. out here. So okay. if, you're, if, if I'm playing a campaign, however, I'm going to be telling a story. I like to think of it as a movie, right? I want the, I want the beginning the you know the climax and the end mm-hmm. right so i'm i'm playing it like a movie i already kind of know the things that are going to happen and then players can kind of move certain things i didn't think were going to happen and i get to think i that's why i think it's best to play on a week to week basis instead of a day to day a lot of people will play like hey let's play every day for a month and that'll be like 20 weeks right the only problem with that is it's hard to like plan what people are going to do cuz people are very um unpredictable. Mm, that doesn't, get, yeah, that yeah, doesn't right? feel cliche <laughs> yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah, but they very much are. You're yeah. playing a DM, you're like, oh, I know how this is going to play out. Mm. And then people will do the weirdest shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Did, why would you do that? That doesn't even make like logical sense. And they do it anyway, and you're like, okay. Um, and so you got to like come up with like what happened because of that, right? So, so... Let me let me uh, kind of help here. Get this is more for me, and maybe for I, I don't know eighty five percent of the rest of the people that are watching <clears throat> or listening. Uh, so if you 
so you're DMing, right? You yeah. create this story in your mind mm-hmm. and write it down. And now you've got this story of how you want this to go while you guys are playing, right? Yeah. So it's an adventure yeah. or whatever the it is. And they, they're walking down a path and now they've come up, a, a, they've come across a choice and they've got to make now. Yeah. And so they have, do you give them like, okay, these are your three choices or do you say, what are you going to do? And then... That's I, when it's like, oh yep. shit! What'd you come? Wh- where did you? Nobody puts their foot in water and grabs, you know, uh, an electric line. Like nobody exactly. does that. I I do that. I like to give my players choice. I'm like, all right, what do you do? Right. Um. I don't like to do the. Your three choices are this, this, and this. Okay. Some of my favorite um campaign ideas, especially if you're looking for like an evil campaign, mm-hmm. one that was really fun for me was we did assassins, and so you would give oh. them a target to kill. And they couldn't get caught. They couldn't be known as those are the people that um, assassinated them, right? And it was really funny to see people's, like, wheels turn of, like, hey, we could do this. And then it wouldn't be really, you know. And you Mm kind of go through all these things. And then, um, obviously, you're there as the DM. So you're kind of listening and trying to, like, okay, because it's improv, right? Yeah. The minute somebody goes, "Eh," again, something that is really annoying, and this will be on one of my players' don'ts, is the fireball guy, right? I had a buddy, Eric. Every time you would see the main bad guy, be like, fireball. And I'm like, <laughs> let him fucking talk. This is a fucking movie moment, motherfucker. And he'd be like, fucking fireball. And I'm like, you asshole. Stop. <laughs> like, let this guy talk. And that's one of the things. Uh, so me and uh, somebody else I DM with quite often is my buddy, Patrick. Mm-hmm. My buddy, Patrick, for some reason, maybe because I think people – know he'll fucking fight them in real life <laughs> they never fuck with his characters to the extent that they do, do mine mm. my char- my fucking bosses it's so hard for them to talk because the minute they see him they're like fucking kill him and I'm like but you can't he's a main bad guy anyway so um, you, again that's something you have to think about right you're gonna have yeah, yeah. your fireball guy you're gonna have your uh, another one is um you know, characters who just randomly take all the items. Right. And like, well, you got to, like, uh, make it bad for them. I usually, when I'm starting to DM, I usually, if I'm having a campaign, I give them, like, very light parameters, mm-hmm. right? Like, if we're playing um, a campaign about uh, elves, be like, oh, you all have to be elves, okay? Okay. And you have to, there has to be a reason you're joining this team. That's usually how I always start. Like, there has to be a reason you're joining X team. And I usually give them kind of like the basis behind the team, right? Okay. So that way they're not, oh, well, uh, I steal from all these people. I kind of, and they kind of do asshole things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But back to like, if you're starting a new, this is you starting as a DM, things that you can do once you have that, um, is play off of your uh, your the, the, your strengths, right? If you can do voices, do voices. Um, if you are a really good storyteller, give there moments where you can tell a story, right? Think of that stuff when you're DMing because that's the stuff that is going to make you shine. Right. Um, so, so um, like... What do you, what do you do in in just to kind of go back? So you've got this planned out. You give them light parameters so they can kind of mm-hmm. choose. It. 
what do you do if somebody's like, you know, you walk into a town and you're looking for somebody, I guess, to assassinate or whatever. Yeah. And this one person's like, well, I'm going to play jump rope and hopefully the rope wraps. I don't know, whatever, you know, but something completely that you weren't. What do you do at that point? Uh, like, do you, you just improv and be like, OK, yeah. there's a tunnel there that goes into the town. No, or, so I, I don't mean, like, always do do? I don't always reward bad behavior um, because they're like dogs. Okay, you got to <laughs> Caesar Milan. Okay, you don't want to. Uh, sometimes I will if people do like gutsy behavior. I will reward it every once in a while, right? Okay. But I will not reward bad behavior. If you're an asshole and you're playing, um, you're probably not going to get rewarded unless I think it would actually work. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Because otherwise, just going to teach that guy like, oh, the jump rope worked last time. Let's keep going. Like, fuck that guy. Right. <laughs> Um, then again, if we're ever playing Dungeons and Dragons and you're like, I jump rope, your character's dead. I'll kill him. I don't know how, but I will find a way. Um, it works. No, I, but there's a lot of, there's actually a video on YouTube. You guys should go check it out. It's a P, ah, what's his name? Oh, he's a comedian. Anyway, um, he's the show he, he's a comedian and he does a, a, a spiff on D and D and it's his first time playing D and D and he's like well i stay at the the, the tavern and uh what steak do i get and the whole time they're like <laughs> going out and trying to fight monsters and he's like and then the wine what kind of wine do they have <laughs> um i've ever once in a while had characters that have done that where they're mm. like i'm not going on that mission um and so what you, do you do with that uh you just let them play you let them play it out i think that there's uh, again, you can't force people to do it, but no, that's... But, yeah, but I guess I guess you know me as somebody that's wanting to play a game, and you go out to like that's your goal, right? Is you yeah. you you're like, hey, come come DM me. <sighs> it just feels strange, but come DM me, you know, yeah. and my buddies, and let's do it. And then I'm like, I'm gonna sit on the bench. Exactly. Well, so and why so are you doing that? You don't get it often. Again, actually, one of the ones that was in the assassination mission, we were. Uh, this was actually one of the ones my buddy um, was DMing, and we we're like, we're not going on that mission. That's like suicide. They're like mm. pretty much telling us like, hey, go fight these hundred people. You're like, any anybody fighting a hundred people dies. Like, I don't care yeah. if they're eight year olds. You're well, gonna. Well, it goes maybe. back to remember. This is totally off topic and random, but I just reminded me of this because I wanted to ask it. I know this is your show and this is your podcast yeah. and this is your live stream, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, uh, <clears throat> could you fight, what was it, 100, 100 year olds? Eight year olds and win? <laughs> uh, I think yes. Right? Now, now the difference in D&D is they have to roll a dice. Oh, okay. That, that, and if they roll a natural 20, they will do more damage, right? Hmm. So the likelihood of 100 people rolling. Uh, especially when you're at lower levels, 100 people rolling. Mm -hmm. That means, on average, five people would roll natural yeah. 20. Five people would roll 19, which would mean that's usually a hit on most people, right? So you're already getting hit 10 times. At lower levels, that's going to kill you. Now, at high levels, yeah, you could probably... I mean, I don't recommend doing a <laughs> session where you kill 108-year-olds, but, I mean, whatever fits your your lifestyle, right? I don't really know you. Maybe you like to kill 8-year-olds. That's oh, Stop please. watching. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, go report yourself. Yeah, go report yourself. But. so, so Anywho. Um, yes, I could kill 108-year-olds. So, so I'm high enough level. <laughs> Speaking of the game. Yes. Not in real life. No, in real life. <laughs> level 20 paladin. Look. <laughs> 
Lots of hugs and cuddles. Uh, well, that is another person. Sorry, I'm going to kind of bring up things that we're going to talk about in a whole other YouTube video. If you are a person that are like, no, don't wrong. I like the I like to talk about it. What character are you in like real life? What are your real life stats? If you what say the, the hell does that mean? So in D and D, you have stats, right? There's strength, dexterity, constitution. So obviously, strength is pretty obvious. It's your <laughs> fucking strength. Dexterity <laughs> is how hard you are to hit, right? And like mm. nimble. Right, in case you guys don't have a dictionary, constitution <laughs> is how much health you have. So okay. it's the it, the higher your constitution, the higher your health. Intelligence. If you don't know that, you don't get to. Your low intelligence is low. Go ahead and scroll past. <laughs> Just go down. Wisdom is more like um, knowledge that you already have obtained. Right, okay. a little different than intelligence. Charisma. Okay. Charisma is like how well you're liked, right? Okay. Google it. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize you had to be charismatic. Yeah, there are there are plenty of uh, classes like paladins, my favorite, mm. um, that you have to be charismatic, and those are the best characters because those are the ones that people like you, right? Ah, okay. But if you're saying like, what character? What are my stats? If you say my charisma is 18, it's not. It's probably not. It's probably a 10, which is average. <laughs> Uh, probably lower, but, but I think but, you, I think you got on this because uh, you so you said that so, like, what are your wait what yeah, yeah no, what are your st stats in real life yeah, yeah so usually people will bring those up like right? are you talking like like Wood here Jay there and like real this, life Jay what are your I I've heard this yeah I know dude why why but, yeah, so a lot of people like to talk about it right and no wrong I'm a talker obviously. But a lot of guys like to talk about their like, strengths. What's the what's the high what's the top strength? Uh, so well, technically, I mean, twenty six if you use magical items, twenty if you didn't. Okay, so like me, IRL, I'm like a solid seven. <laughs> no, because ten is average. <laughs> ten is average. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna stick with this. <laughs> well, and that's that's the funny thing. So again, it, I charisma. Think a lot of let's go twenty six. <laughs> Well, so that's honestly, it's always the I'm worst. I'm a paladin, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, fucking. They're the best. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's people always talking about it's Okay, there's an anime, type of anime, uh -huh. right? It's a type of anime called isekai, which means usually it's uh, my level. It's like a 30-year-old guy, like myself, um, <laughs> who gets transported into an anime, and he ends up having a lot of powers, and oh, yeah. bitches are all over him, right? Uh so uh, usually sure that's a bunch of you, after me. yeah, a bunch of weebs, um, <laughs> and me. It's me too. I think about it all the time. But uh, think about like if you got transported into something, right? Right. Like yeah. so, you all of a sudden oh, yeah. you're reading a book, and it's all of a like, sudden now you're a slime in the yeah. middle of uh -huh. a country. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of guys will think about this, like, hey man, if we went into our D and D world, what would it be? Like, I mean, uh, like, what would we be? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, so, okay. um. And you find that when you're talking to those guys that ask that, their charisma is usually like a one. Yes, it's always well. And that's the thing. When uh, so I've, I, we had a guy that we played with named Salty. This is one of those things. Legitimately, I don't know his fucking name. I played, <laughs> dude. I've known that kid for two and a half fucking years. 
I still don't want to ask him his name because I feel so. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, he goes, I go by Salty. And I'm like, all right, cool, Salty. And then after six months, I'm like, fuck, I don't know his name. But I've known him long <laughs> enough, I can't ask for his fucking name. Yeah, he gets to a point you like, can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, Salty. So seriously, what's your fucking real name? If he murdered everybody at the DM, <laughs> at, like everybody we're playing D&D with, and cops came up to me and were like, what's his fucking name? I'd be one of those idiots who was like, Salty. And they'd be like, no, seriously, what's his real name? I'm like, no, seriously, all I know him is by Salty. <laughs> And they'd be like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, but yeah. IRL, 26. <laughs> exactly. So uh, so a lot of them, every time I've had a guy, so Salty, sorry, I had a rant. Yeah. He was yeah. A, he's a pretty strong fella. Okay. So, we, you know, he would talk about it. He'd be like, oh, well, um, by carrying weight. So you have a carrying weight, how much you can carry as a character. Okay. Before you get, uh, you know, over and cucumbered. And <laughs> you would get that, and he would, he'd be like, oh, well, I can uh, hold this much weight, so I bet you my strength would be around an 18. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, dexterity, you can't really say, but you could be like, oh, you're a pretty limber, you know, stealthy kid, so yours uh-huh. would probably be pretty high. You know, oh, hey, your pain tolerance is way high, so you'd probably have high, you know. Yeah. Um, intelligence, wisdom, same thing. Charisma is always someone else should give you, because obviously. Yeah, I yeah I feel like that that's yeah. hands down that's a thing. Um, because and everybody you can't choose your own charisma. No, and everybody who says what their own charisma is isn't charismatic. No, I've had guys to do that. I think like, that's just generally across the board in life. Period. Yeah. I like remember, if you think you're a badass in life, well, everyone thinks I'm so funny. Watch. Unless you're Kevin Hart, yeah, you're not. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a quote by Bruce Lee, whatever. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> he who speaks uh, does not know, right? And it's yep. one of those things that I've healed very true throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. like, Obviously, if you're good at something, I, I think you're, you can kind of brag about it a little bit. Sure. Like Tom Brady can be like, yeah, I'm the best fucking quarterback. And we'll be Ever. like, yeah. 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 But if you're playing D&D and you're like, my charisma is like an 18, I promise you it's not, and it's way lower, and you just need to shut up. <laughs> so anyway, I had a guy. That was the, one of the first things he would always uh, – the first time I met him. So it was one of those things where he – it was the first time he meets me. Okay. Every, apparently, whenever people meet me, they need to give their friends, like, fucking warnings and be like, <laughs> hey, by the way, Jeremy's coming. He's kind of an asshole, and uh, he says some things that – Probably shouldn't say. I mean, I'm not yelling out the N word or anything. I just fucking am more vulgar, right? And uh, and he's like, so first time I meet him, he's like, so I would be a bard. And mind you, this guy is not a not, okay. Okay, what's a bard? So a bard is somebody that okay. You know what? We're gonna touch on a lot of characters, and we're going back to DMing. Okay, we're not gonna touch on them. We're just going. Yeah. A bard is somebody that plays music at a. Usually at inns and stuff like that. They're very charismatic. They can okay. sing. They can do stuff like oh, that. Okay, okay. Most people play those as ladies' men because in Critical Role, which is a fairly popular show, and a lot of guys, yeah. do, um, it's a great show. They he, one of the guys played it as a like a ladies' man. They okay. think charisma is just getting poon. Um, <laughs> that's a part of it. But as a guy who's ugly and busted as fuck, but is fair. I mean, kind of funny, right? More than some of you. 
fuckers. Sorry, I don't know why I got defensive there. <laughs> Fuck you. No, anyway. Uh, anyway, so when when they're playing a bar, they immediately are hitting on every girl, and it's kind of uh, annoying. and again, yeah, it's one yeah. of those things where we so, talked about. So so it's like the it's the guy. So you 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 you're like okay, I'm gonna DM, bring some of your buddies. So now you have like a group of I don't know six people, yeah. right? Uh, let's just say weird averages in the dm you your male you got two guys show up with four ladies now one of them is a bar yeah this i know it's probably yeah. never happened ever but let's just assume that yeah they, so one of them is a bar and he's like yeah ladies all of you like i feel like there's ulterior motives there that he's hoping that yes his bar becomes irl exactly and he like they're like i want to go home with you Exactly. IRL. No. Exactly. I, I keep saying IRL because IRL I like that. But, yeah, he like he wants to go home with them. Exactly. You're an um, idiot. Exactly, yeah. Um, I could roll you out the same height as you walked exactly, in here. Exactly. That, and that's my and that's always my favorite thing. Again, if it was, like, Salty. Salty's a pretty good-looking dude. He was never the, like, I'm going to hit on ladies. Usually he's like, I'm kind of shy. Well, obviously, he's playing d and He's not fucking talking on ladies and shit. But it's really funny. Uh, one of my favorite things, we used to have – uh, a girl and a guy that played, and they were together. This is also another no-no. Do not play with your girlfriend. It is not a good idea. I, I've heard this. No, I haven't heard that you shouldn't, but I have heard of couples that do a lot. Yeah, not a good idea. Why? Not Okay, so the reason it's not is it can start a lot of um, in, uh, okay, in, in my opinion, usually you have to side with your girl. Right. Yeah. So if she is a terrible player and she's like, well, I think we should go fight a thousand goblins. You feel almost inclined to be like, we probably should, honey, because you know that if you don't, she might take <laughs> it against you. Right. Yeah. yeah um, like at the end of the game. Exactly. I think you should always about to get you rid. should always hold it different. Same with like when you're working. Right. You have people that are good workers, but they're terrible people. And the vice versa. Yeah, you have people yeah. that are terrible workers, but they're great people. You kind of treat it the same way. But. Uh, one of the couples, dude, they were so bad. She would, he would be, he would say something of like, he would try to do like a sexual joke. She'd be like, that's weird because in bed you're really vanilla. <laughs> like, oh, <fuck>. Shots fired. <laughs> Holy shit. Mind you, if, if I, if my girlfriend was playing with me mm-hmm. and she said, you're vanilla in bed in front of six of my other friends. I drown her. Like <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I would probably drown her. Like uh, immediately, it would be I, so, weird. So I I knew this couple. Uh, I guess I know them because they're not dead. They still exist. Um, and they they play religiously every Tuesday mm-hmm. night. And uh, she would tell me, "Yeah, I get I get into character uh, real big, and I like I enjoy getting into character. And sometimes." So it was this couple, they were married, and they played with uh, the husband's, uh, some of his siblings and their spouses. So it was like a family thing, yeah. kind of. And she said, I get into character so much that, like, I, like my sister-in-law wants to fight me. And I'm going, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, like really, she wanted to fight her because she got so into this character that she's, like, insulting everybody. Yeah. Like, you can't, but you can't do that. Yeah, you can't insult I, somebody. It was a game. Yeah, and, and a lot of people hide behind. Mm-hmm. If you start insulting like a character, not not a lot of people take offense to that, right? Yeah. But if you start like insulting their person and stuff like that, you can. Especially uh, here's another thing. Just if you're playing, 
it, a lot of care people play the characters as themselves in in a, in a different like same kind of iske right where they got kind of transported into this world a lot of people play their same type of personality because it's easy for them so I always play like a variation of myself. I played a druid once. That was a bad idea. It's one of my a druid, a druid. Oh, a druid. What so it's like that? a nature person. So they use a lot of like they have a animal companion. They're very like nature oriented. They love nature. Wouldn't kill a spider. And they're like super like a they're pagan. So like, <laughs> they just believe in like nature gods and stuff like that. But okay, weird. I got. So like I stopped killing bugs. Like I did. I, it does take. It takes on a thing for me, right? Like, like I your like real life. You stopped. Kill, yeah. Oh. I stopped killing. Dude, I I know. I take it a little bit too far. But um, like my That's buddy. That's an ant. My buddy's like, hey man, on the way here, I killed a raccoon, and I'm like, I'll fucking murder you. <laughs> like, don't you ever kill it. Like, watch the road, you piece of garbage. <laughs> my guy exactly. says. Instead of being like, hey, dude, are you okay? Hey, man, was that traumatizing? I'm like, you killed an animal. You should die. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you eat the carcass? Well, uh, you should have. Stop wasting. Anyway, <laughs> so I was kind of one of those guys. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's that one. Okay, so you know what? we're gonna. This is how we're going to tie it all in. Okay. These are the right. type of things you're going to have to deal with as a DM. These type of character mm. differences. These type of... Everything, right? Someone's playing a sure, druid, sure. they're probably going to be against people killing rats. And you got to realize, like, you got to play to their likes and dislikes and give them. I always like to give people movie moments. So I like to, like, do a little story, a story within a story. Right? I have mm-hmm. my main outline, and then I'm going to do little stories that touch on a character and make them the, the star of the show for a single night or a couple nights, mm-hmm. right? And they're going to have their own story. And, you know, like one of them, I was playing a drunken monk and my buddy Patrick did it where like my brother had killed my wife. My brother-in-law had killed my wife. And like it was like my revenge on this guy. Right. And so I had this movie moment of me fighting him in like a kung fu fight surrounded by monks and me beating him. Hmm. And it was one of these things where it like sends shivers up your spine because it's like a movie <laughs> right except you're involved um but you're the guy except but you're the guy yeah. so like uh another one that was really great same character but uh we rip off we cut a, one of the guys <clears throat> rolls a natural 20 cuts off a limb it ends up cutting off the leg that i was uh holding on to well now i have a dead i have a leg in my hand of course i'm gonna beat the shit out of the guy with it that's hilarious <laughs> so i end up killing him with his leg the next round because he didn't have enough that much health i like bashed his face in with his own leg it was so <clears throat> beautiful and movie moment and that's the stuff you want to like strive for right that's the stuff that you want you don't have to have like a lot of um so basically so as a dm you want to you want your audience to feel engaged to the point where you get, they're getting shivers down. Exactly. So uh, that's a. I like to do things that immerse my immerse people into it as much as they can. Mm. Now I don't expect people to dress up because that's kind of annoying, right? Um, it's also depending on your character could be a pain in the ass. Uh, I could imagine. Yeah. So like me, I was like uh, for one of mine, I was a monk. I just wore robes. Ro- <laughs> I could wear <laughs> I robes to. I don't care. It's just comfortable robes. I don't give a <laughs> shit. My balls are flowing. <laughs> Um, but the other character I played was a paladin in heavy armor. Well, I'm not going to show up every day to your house in heavy armor because no. that'd be fucking stupid. And, and it's a lot of money. Exactly. Be, a lot let's of money. be honest here. So I like, but I like to immerse my people into the character as much as I can. For example, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, 
a lot of times just something simple. I'll always have music playing. Usually I do it from the Elder Scrolls, but I always have music playing that's similar to the thing they're in. If they're in a dungeon, I play more dungeon-esque music. Um, that's a word. And if it's <laughs> um, if they're in a bard, or sorry, a bard. If they're if they're in a bard, I play moaning noise. No. Um, so uh, I I'll play. Um, you know, if they're in a tavern, I'll play tavern ambience, right? Mm-hmm. So that you yeah. can hear people and so they kind of get into it. Um, that's an easy, that's a quick way to do it. Just play it on your mm-hmm. iPhone or play it on some surrounding stuff. Um, a lot of times I will put up pictures of the people that they're like, uh, I'll hook up my laptop to a, mm-hmm. a TV and so I can show them pictures of the characters that they're fighting or um, the main bad guy I can put him up every time and I can have his own theme music. It's little stuff like that that gets people kind of immersed into it. And if you can do stuff like that. Now, my buddy, Patrick, he's an architect. He takes it a little farther. He, like, builds, like, 3D models of freaking churches. I can't do that because I'm stupid. So I can't do that type of stuff. Again, if you're good at voices and you can do voices, that's another way to immerse people into it. Of, yeah. You know, using, like, hey, what do you want? Um, now, don't use that guy every time. One of the DMs we played. <laughs> no, what do you want? I'm like, isn't that the same guy? Literally, he says the same thing every he's, fucking he's time. like the guy on uh on the video games it reminds me of like uh um the zelda on nintendo 64 yeah. they walk into the store and he's like welcome traveler exactly what can i get for you exactly except if every character that's how he did like every character <laughs> but what you want and i'm like bro that was literally the guy right before this <laughs> what you want i'm like that's a lady what you want and i'm like that's a child okay we need to stop this shit okay um, so doing stuff to immerse people into it. Um, ones that like I've taken a little farther. So mm. one of my favorite campaign ideas is doing a Dante's Inferno mm. where you send your characters to hell. Right. Okay. It's great. They actually have a new book, which we're going to go over. I'm going to buy that book and we're going to go over it because it's my favorite goddamn thing. It's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> so that's a bunch of demons, stuff like that. Um, so I go through Dante's Inferno. One of them is, uh, is gluttony. And gluttony is full of trash that people are just shoving in their face. Mm. They actually sell candles that smell like garbage. I will light a garbage candle so that people have, like, that sensory, right? They, like, smell garbage. And every time they see that map, they're like, that's disgusting. Uh, It, like, kind of brings back that thing. And I I think you should try to do that, right? Try to immerse your players as much as you can because that's what's going to keep them coming. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to get them into it and actually – you know, take it a little more serious. So, yeah, um, stuff like that. If you can do anything extra, like I said, play to your strengths. If you got stuff about, um, you know, you're good at voices or you're good at computer stuff or you're good at music or you're good at anything, uh, even recording certain um, uh, people's what they're going to say is great. And I think that that's if you can do stuff like that, like I said, bringing in, um, you know, items like you know oh, i'm gonna spend like he has a paddle and you actually have a paddle in your hand it just kind of brings people into it and i think that's the best way to do it really because you're just trying to draw basically like you said uh, a few minutes ago you're trying to create that movie moment for yeah. each person that you're dming for yeah. right and i think if again it's your story right don't get caught up in like cool monsters and you know, oh, hey, I want them to fight this monster because it's a cool monster. If you can't make uh, – really, your your thing should be able to strive that you can make an entire session based on goblins. They're the lowest 
form of life in here. If you can make that really fun and really interesting and really like compelling for players, you've done it as a DM. And that's what you should try to search for. Trying to, again, if you have to make a whole campaign, there's an anime, watch it. Goblin Slayer, watch it. <laughs> it's all about killing goblins. If you can make a whole campaign about goblins and you can make it cool and fun and inviting for players, people will love that. because, And that's what you should work on. It's a, it is an art. Yeah. Right? As stupid yeah, I, as that I, is to say, no, it is an art. I, I wouldn't say that's stupid at all. Um, Matt Mercer, he's the one that does it on Critical Role. He does really good voices, and he kind of takes on things. Even he messes up. So if you mess up, learn from your mistake, work on it the next time, and or talk to your players and try to work on it. So take your time. Have fun with it. It's your story. Think about it. Write it down. Have fun with your friends. That's really what it's all about is having, fa- is having fun. If all your players love to fight crazy monsters, throw some crazy monsters at them. If not, yeah. then, you know, work on yourself. Work on it. I promise, once you get really good at it, people won't want other people to DM. Right? We had well, a guy who played. You. Yeah, exactly. We played with a guy, and everybody voted him out and ended up voting me in. And then we played, and nobody wants – and that's a huge – It's no wonder you're a paladin. I know. <laughs> Christmas, fuck, bro. Anyway, so uh, that's it for today. Again, we're going to talk about this. I'll talk about stuff about DM. Really, I'm stopping because I got to pee, and it's like 80 minutes in. So anyway, have fun. Uh, DM, play, have fun, and let me know how it goes. Comment and everything.